Anointed Advantage We have an advantage because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. This message encourages to build ourselves up by praying in the Holy Spirit. Pastor teaches how we can walk in victory with the overflow of the wind, fire and the oil of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Tonight, I got a clear word from God. Alpatilum daralatilum Amen. With little and with much, we glorify the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, praise the Lord. So tonight, uh, we're gonna. I gotta pull back up my pulpit a little bit. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh, tonight, we're gonna glorify the name of Jesus. Amen. Lift your hands one more time and glorify the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Glorify your holy name, Lord. Glorify your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Tonight, I want you to open your Bibles, if you have, to Acts of the Apostles, the second chapter. Acts of the Apostles, the second chapter, verses 1 and 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. Open your Bibles to one more scripture, Psalms 23 and verse 5. A scripture that we all know, two scriptures which we all know. But may the power of these scriptures be an experience to you tonight. Psalms 23, amen. You want to be seated? You've got no chair. Okay. Hallelujah. You're going to stand with me and preach. Yes, Psalms 23, verse 5. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over, overflowing with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Overflowing in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. God wants you to overflow in the Holy Spirit. Amen. The sweetest thing, the most powerful thing that can happen upon your life is to be filled with the Spirit. And to be overflowing with the Spirit. Amen. Your life becomes interesting. Your life becomes exciting. When you have the Holy Spirit upon you. Not a single dull day from now on in the name of Jesus. May your life become exciting. Colorful. Filled with the glory of God. Overflowing with the power and the presence of Jesus Christ. Lift your hand and say, I receive a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit. Lord, anoint me afresh with your Holy Spirit and with power. Amen. In Jude, the 20th verse, the Bible says, Build yourself up by praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. In your most holy faith, build yourself up. Build yourself up. So you can build yourself up brick by brick, layer by layer into another realm, into another level of intimacy with God by praying in the Holy Ghost. 
So let me let me tell you let me exhort you tonight dog never discount the advantage that you have by having the anointing of the holy spirit dog I wanted to title the word AA anointing and anointed advantage anointed advantage if you have an anointing upon your life your life is at an advantage open your mouth and say I have advantage because of the anointing of the holy spirit Amen build yourself up I mean it is your spiritual gym praying in the holy ghost you're building your biceps your spiritual biceps you're building your six pack your eight pack you're building up hallelujah you're building up your muscles every time you go rukala raba shastala rambento roni mrekesh wastania raidele rimene rumana shastalia raidel prabanam raikel romoro shaste jibal prabanam raike you are building yourself up you're working yourself up to spiritual fitness Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. When the Holy Ghost shows up, the Bible says in Acts 10 verse 38, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, and he went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. My my brother, my sister, let me tell you when the Holy Ghost begins to flow through you, you look for oppression. you want to terminate oppression there are believers who sit there and say i feel so oppressed i feel so stuck i feel so tight it is because you are lacking in oil you are lacking in the fullness of the spirit even tonight ask jesus to fill you afresh when the father clothes you with power from on high every oppression has to go as a matter of fact you will look for oppression to cast it out amen look at somebody and tell them you are going to terminate every oppression in your life Let every oppression in your life be terminated in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Amen. So two things are mentioned in the three things are mentioned in the scripture. One Acts 2 There was a sound of a rushing mighty wind. Wind, mighty rushing wind. Two fire, cloven tongues as of fire. In Psalms 23:5 Thou anointest my head with oil so there is oil there is fire there is wind all these are symbols of the holy spirit well you know it don't you yes very smart yes now be filled amen, amen. so what is the wind of god do for you so when you look at study wind the bible says everyone who is born of god is like You know, born in the spirit is like the wind. We do not know where it comes from, where it goes. So is everyone who is led of the spirit. The wind is unstoppable. I want you to open your mouth and say that the wind is unstoppable. Wind is unstoppable. Amen. There are some of you who feel stopped. Well, tonight your story is going to change. Be filled with the wind of God, with the Holy Spirit of God. What stopped you twenty years back? Hallelujah! Once the wind begins to flow, you're gonna come out of it tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, the wind is unstoppable. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. You are a child of the wind. Open your mouth and say that I'm a child of the wind of God. Amen. What stopped your parents? What stopped somebody who was sitting next to you in worship? Won't stop you because of the wind of the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. I like that. Nothing can stop a child of God. The enemy will try different tricks, but none of those things will work. As a matter of fact, the enemy will try everything he can. But when the wind of God is in your life, you will overcome anything. Peter in prison, the wind blew in that prison and the locks were opened. He came out. He couldn't be stopped. Peter, Paul and Silas in the prison, they began to worship. There is something about worship that releases a fresh anointing over you. Not listening to worship, not watching somebody worship, but you worshiping the Lord releases an anointing, a freshness, which will shake the foundations of the prison and bring you out. Praise the Lord. Two, the wind is unpredictable. Say that with me. The wind is unpredictable. The wind is unpredictable. Are you with me tonight? Amen. 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 The reason people look down on you is because they think all that you are is all that you have to offer. But God is going to change you. Are you with me? Yes. Moses slept as a murderer one night. The next day God speaks to him. He's the deliverer over Egypt. Unpredictable. Not the same guy that they met the previous night. Joseph in prison one night. The next night, he's sleeping in the palace. Unpredictable. Amen. One day, Peter is fishing men. I mean, fishing fish. The next day, the Lord says, you're going to be a fisher of men. Unpredictable. Nehemiah, one day, he's a cup bearer, a bartender. Wow. Mixing up the finest cocktails for the king. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You've seen that, you know, throwing up the cup and bringing it down and pouring a little bit of the whiskey and then boom, doing all that. And the next day, praise the Lord. He's the governor over a, over a city. Why? Because the wind is unpredictable. There is something about your future which you cannot understand by your head. You cannot reason it out. But whatever your past might be, let the wind of God blow upon you. There is an unpredictable, hallelujah, future that God has kept for you, which will bring His name great glory and honor. Look at somebody and say, don't conclude me. Amen. See, sometimes people ignore you because they can't see the future in your face. <laughs> people will wish they were nice to you when God lifts you up. Are you with me? Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. When one day you could be just coming into church, sitting in the last row, and the next day you are leading worship, Leah. That's because the wind is unpredictable. And the next move you're going to be leading worship in the nations of the world. The wind. See, those who are not your friends now will soon regret it. <laughs> because there's a way that the wind of God shapes a person. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I feel like telling somebody, don't insult me because you will need me later. <laughs> Glory be unto the name of Jesus. It is an error to conclude on somebody when God is still working on his life and about to do something mighty. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your hands and say, the wind of the Holy Spirit blow upon me. I told somebody the other day, don't treat me anyhow. Because I carry your solution. God has spoken to me about your life. Sometimes when people think your life is over, the wind will bounce you back. Lift your hand and say, the wind will bounce me back. Dry bones, lost all hope, scattered bones in the cemetery, in the graveyard. The wind of God begins to blow and unpredictable. How can just bones scattered in a cemetery gather together and become a mighty army? That's the army of the living God. People who have discarded you, thought you dead and gone and buried you, praise the Lord, are going to be amazed by what will God will do through you. In the name of Jesus Christ, there is a rising an army of the living God. Oh, there is an army. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's a song that we used to sing. There's an, uh, God has got an army marching through the land. Deliver. Yes, God has got an army marching through the land. Deliverance is the song, healing in their hands, everlasting joy and gladness in their hearts and in this army. Let us shout, shout it. Amen. Enemy is under our feet. So let us shout. Shout the victory. The enemy is under our feet. Oh, God has got an army marching through the land. Deliverance is the song with healing in their hands. Everlasting joy. And in this army. Come on, church. If you are in the army of Jesus Christ, stand up and worship him. Everlasting joy and gladness in their hearts and in the army. Amen. Glory unto the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, I'm watching you on uh, my phone. Uh, type there if you say you belong in the army of Jesus Christ. In this army, I have a part. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The wind is mobile. Wind is not stagnant. It's always in motion. It is an error to be in one spot all your life. You cannot stay on one level all through your life. You cannot be on one paycheck for the rest of your life. You cannot be in one position in your company for the rest of your life. When the wind of God functions through you, it what is a catapult you? Cataforward you. <laughs> because 
The wind is mobile and when the wind of God begins to move, you're always on the move. Your finance cannot be stagnated. Your marriage cannot be in the same spot. You cannot be in your, even in your wealth in the same spot. There is a growth. There is, there is a forward movement. There is, the wind is mobile. will always take you forward. When you there's somebody said when you stay too long in a spot, you actually look like that spot. Are you with me? I mean, I can look at somebody who is in Pala town for years and look at them and I can see Pala on them. <laughs> see, people should not meet you where they left you. It's a crime. Somebody walked out of your life, they should not find you in the same spot when they come back. Because God has moved you. God has moved you. God has moved you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory. It is time to overflow in the Holy Spirit. Say, my life is going to be mobile in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say that tonight. Holy Spirit, hallelujah, make me mobile. Let me grow from glory to glory, from strength to strength, from faith to faith. Let me grow to the fullness of the stature that is in Jesus Christ. Who is my head? Amen. See, the wind has a sound. Can you say that with me? The wind has a sound. Amen. They heard the sound. I mean, have people heard anything from you in years? Ten years in the Lord, no sound. No noise. But may God hear, may God hear shouts of victory in your tent. But people hear shouts of victory in your tent. Shouts of celebration. Shouts of celebration. Shouts of celebration. You, I mean, your, your marriage has never happened, but your marriage is going to bring people into the church. Shouts of joy. You never had a baby. God bless you with a baby. Shouts of joy. That's going to bring in people into the, into the glory of God. When you dedicate the child unto Jesus. Mark 2 verse 1. It was noised everywhere that Jesus was in that house. May people know that Jesus is in your house tonight. Lift your hands wherever you are and make the biggest noise you can unto Jesus. Give Him the glory. Give Him your praise. Give Him your thanksgiving. Glorify the name of Jesus tonight. Can you imagine that? Jesus in a house. People heard everywhere Jesus in that house. And a huge crowd gathered there. <laughs> no ushers to guide them. And God likes a cue breaker. You know, I mean, the man who was paralytic, the friends brought him. They didn't stand in the queue. They need, they're not going get, to get an opportunity to meet the Lord. They broke open the roof and you know, they forgot about the queue. They forgot and they said, no, somehow we have to get this before the feet of Jesus. If we can get the situation in the feet of Jesus, a miracle can happen. This, this paralytic man can rise up and walk. May your paralysis leave you tonight. Where are you paralyzed? Hallelujah. May that leave you tonight. Begin to move in the Holy Ghost.
to generate sound when the Holy Spirit is inside of you. There is, there is the sound of thanksgiving and praise. Between Punkunnam, Kottayam and Kanyurupalli. Between that, I mean Kottayam to Kanyurupalli, Punkunnam, I mean, little out of, there was, years back there was a man who was, who was blind. He would stand on the streets, sing a few songs, scriptural songs. And then he would begin to quote scriptures. And his wife would be sitting by the side and she would read it out. No preaching, just quote scriptures. And he would be in the bus stand, then he would move from that bus stand to another bus stand. In the morning he is in one bus stand, another bus stand. Some, sometimes people would throw him some money. Blind man. Years back one of, you know, for some time this man was not seen. And so one of my friends went looking for him and found the house. Of this man. And when they walked into it was quite a big house. And so they walked up and they said, You know, we don't see this gentleman anymore. Where is he? So he's dead, gone on to be with the Lord. And there is his, his son came and his son said, You know, my eldest brother is in States, my second brother is in uh, UK. My father was blind. There was nothing that he could do. But there was not a single day that we did not get up in the morning without hearing the voice of our father praying. He would lift up the noise of him praying the name of Jesus. Sing songs. Not a single day. And then after breakfast, he would take the Bible and go into the street, go to a bus corner, bus stand, stand in that corner, sing a few songs unto the Lord. And because there was noise of his prayer in our house and we grew up under that, we all grew up in the Lord. God blessed each one of us. We are all abroad doing well. What is the noise in your home? This, this blind man could have had enough and more reasons not to make a noise unto Jesus. But he made a noise, real story, true incident, true testimony in our part of the world. Let me tell you, I do not know what you have. But with, if you have your mouth, if you have your voice, lift up the name of Jesus. No matter what your situation is, let there be sounds of praise and rejoicing in the Lord tonight. Glorify the name of Jesus tonight. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Rabbanana Hallelujah, we worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Amen. See, let your house carry the wind in such a way there is one sound of noise to another. There are houses where there is no house dedications, no marriages, no victories, no progress. No man, no, no children being dedicated, nothing good happening. That, that is going to end. That curse is broken. Be filled with the glory of God. Be filled with the glory of God. Let there be sounds of rejoicing in your home from one, one day to another, one month to another. If today it is healing of your back, tomorrow may it be.
be hallelujah god releasing a word and you rejoicing in it may it be your daughter's marriage the third day may it be something else the fourth day from now on let there be a season of joy and victory in your home the wind of god to make a noise 1 kings 18 41 to 44 47 verse i hear the sound of the abundance of rain i hear the sound of the abundance of rain that's the prophet i hear the sound there is coming a revival in this nation and the nations of the world i hear the sound of the coming rain the sound the sound of a rushing mighty wind the sound what is the sound in your home i hope it is not you and your wife fighting what is the sound i hope it is not the sound of the tv bollywood hit songs What is the sound? I thought the sound of people drinking and partying. I hope it is the sound of the Holy Ghost. Wow! The sound of prayer and celebration and the anointing. See your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Many times when we look at that scripture in 1 Corinthians 3:16-17 we feel guilty and we feel oh my god you know my body i mean it's the temple of the holy ghost but, but see can you look at the power of that word i mean your body is carrying the wind your body is carrying the oil your body is carrying the overflowing with fire if this enters your soul no bullet can kill you if it this enters your soul tonight sickness cannot stay in that body sickness you cannot stay in my body my body is the temple of the holy ghost yeshu in the namathil ninnu kattikaramile vittuvan parayanam I cannot be molested I cannot be kidnapped I cannot be destroyed why because my body is the temple of the holy ghost open your mouth and say my body is the temple of the holy ghost let every sickness every affliction every infirmity leave your body in the name of Jesus yeshu in the namathil vittuvada who abides in your body jesus who abides he abides he abides hallelujah he abides in me he abides he abides hallelujah he abides in me amen he abides in you jesus the wind overflowing with the fire oh raidela rabosh stenia ziga pragosh stenia 
Place your hands upon your head and say, Fire of the Holy Ghost, wind of the Holy Ghost. Flow, overflow in my body, overflow in my life, overflow in my mind, overflow, flood and overflow. So what's the fire? The fire commands attention. Say that with me. The fire commands attention. Exodus 3, 2 and 3. The book of Exodus, the third chapter, verses 2 and 3. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. And he looked and behold the bush burned with fire and bush was not consumed. And Moses said I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush is not burned. Fire is the very nature of God. It's the language of God. Elijah said the God who answers by fire is the real God. Hebrews 12, 29 says our God is an all-consuming fire. Elijah the prophet said pour out water over the sacrifice. See, usually if you have fire, you pour water, the fire is quenched. But look at the prophet, he said pour water. The fire will quench the water against nature against nature certain things will happen in your life it is not in your nature to forgive it is not in your nature to let go it is in your not in your nature to give it is not in your nature hallelujah to wake up and worship the lord but against nature something will happen because of the holy ghost in the spiritual realm it is the other way around the water is quenched by the fire i let every lukewarmness go out of your life in the name of Jesus. You cannot carry fire and be ignored. You will command attention. You cannot be despised and rejected when you carry fire. Somebody, sometimes people come and say, Pastor, my marriage is not happening. Marriage is not happening. I tell them, get in the fire of the Holy Ghost. Because you will command attention. You go to shadi.com, bharat.com, bharat matrimony, then whichever. You go to all those sites, give your photo, everything. Nobody even looks. But you get into the fire of the Holy Ghost and say, I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost and overflowing. You will command attention. Glory be unto the name of Jesus. God is raising up a fire generation. Breaking news! Your destiny is fire sponsored. <laughs> My destiny is sponsored by the Spirit of the Living God, by the fire of the Holy Spirit. Fire sponsored. Your impact in life is sustained by the flame of God. A lion that is sleeping, anytime you wake up, the lion is still a lion. The same way. You are a child of God. Child of the wind, child of the fire. The Holy Ghost is inside in you. You will command attention. You will command attention. I've seen that. You go somewhere and people say, I still remember once I went to a place and I was just buying a book, you know, a, a, a Christian bookstore. I was just buying a book. Somebody walked up and said, something about you sir who are you something about you 
I just smiled at that person. And then I just, you know, shook hands and I left. And that person said, when you shook hands, something happened. I didn't know that's the Holy Spirit. Once a person told me, Pastor, you know, real story, I mean, you know, somebody's doing black magic, there are marks on my body left by the demons. I said, how can you, how can you be under the fire of God and then the demon can make a mark on you? No demon can leave a mark on you. When the fire of the Holy Ghost, open your mouth and say the fire of the Holy Ghost, the fire of the Holy Spirit to flow out of me. Nobody looking for you one moment, get under the fire, proposals will come for somebody. Amen. There was this man of God called John Wesley. John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist movement. He was persecuted. People in his own home put him out. He had to leave the city because he was persecuted. He had some divine revelations from God's word. And he had no place to go. So his father was buried in a cemetery way out of the city. He went up there. And he stood on his father's grave. And 7,000 people from the city flocked there to, and came to him. And he preached to them. Can you imagine that? They put him out of the city. He went way back where nobody knows, nobody wants, nobody wants to come. A cemetery stood by his father's grave and 7,000 people came and he began to preach to them about Jesus Christ. And somebody asked him, how did this happen? And he said, popular words that he said, I set myself on fire. And people come to see me burn. I set myself on fire. So full of the Holy Spirit. People come to see me burn. Lift your hand and say, Lord, fill me afresh with your Holy Spirit. Amen. Don't open your shop without setting yourself on fire. The customers you need will come into your shop. <laughs> Don't go to your office without praying yourself in the Holy Ghost. The favor that you need will come to you. Fire has a focus. Say that with me. Fire has a focus. It is to burn. The fire does not apologize for burning. You will see the effect. It's got a focus. The fire knows its assignment. Some people do not know what they are called to do. Some people think the fire, the oil, the wind is only for preachers and evangelists and apostles and teachers. That's not the way. The anointing 
is given to everyone to fulfill the purpose in your life if you are called to be a marine engineer you need an anointing you have to fulfill that i can show you from scripture the bible says in ephesians 2 you were created for the good works that god beforehand had you to do you can only do that if the anointing flows through you you've been called to be a teacher you'll be the best teacher you call to be a clerk you'll be the best clerk and you will glorify jesus when you do all that sometimes people think the fire the wind the oil is only for preachers you're the businessman the best businessman i mean you have so much of creative ideas and grace flowing through you that god begins to bring an increase you're a housewife wow your children will grow under the covering of their anointing the fire does not negotiate the fire has no sympathy the only way to escape from fire is to i mean not be affected by the fire is to escape from it move away from it you move to this church you come close you will burn with the love for jesus christ <laughs> you will burn with the desire to serve the lord no matter what your vocation is what the purpose of your life is if you are a doctor Wow, you're the most anointed doctor. It was Doctor's Day yesterday. Happy Doctor's Day to everyone. You know, my spiritual father, his wife was a doctor. And she was so filled with the glory of God. And my spiritual father's gift was to cast out the devils. So he, she says when she was anointed in the Holy Ghost, she would take the stethoscope to put it on a patient and would move it like this. and if it is a demonically possessed person that person would begin to manifest and fall down <laughs> can you imagine that doctors healing hmm where no medicines are available just laying hands and saying in the name of jesus wow yeah we have some doctors like that in the church blessed be the name of the lord amen to be filled with fire means you're focused and people come to the pastor i don't understand i don't feel like pray i mean how can you if you if the holy it's not possible you can't light a candle inside and expect to have a halogen effect outside <laughs> are you with me what is inside will come out you you are a carrier of the fire of the holy ghost it has to overflow that's where ministry is Don't think ministry is only in the church four walls or in a pulpit. You are a businessman, your ministry will begin there while you're doing business. You will lead people to Jesus. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Oh. The fire purifies. Can you say that with me? Fire purifies. Malachi chapter 3 verse 2 Malachi chapter 3 verse 2 But who may abide the day of his coming and who shall stand when he appeareth for he is like a refiner's fire He is like a refiner's fire 
and like fuller's soap and like a fuller's soap is like a refiner's fire there are people who come to church who have no change in their attitude in their character in their thinking you know why they're not been touched by the fire they come under anointing and they can serve you ask them to do something they can serve left to themselves back to square one but tonight say lord how want to have an encounter how want to i want to experience what the preacher is saying what your word is saying lord i am hungry for you how want you to change me how want you to how want you to lord work in my life i i want you to transform me i want you to purify me sanctify me lord with your fire lord do something in my life Fire. 
struggling with it God sees it God God sees it He wants to send forth His fire purify your heart your mind there are somebody who's struggling with just bad thoughts you're unable to control your mind just filled with bad thoughts just unclean thoughts you've been crying you've been you've been desperate to be set free the Lord sees your heart Sing it, sing the song from your hearts tonight. Refine as fire. Refine as fire. My heart's one desire is to be. bound there is some bad habit tonight I sense the Holy Spirit wanting to set free people tonight if you really open out your heart and say Lord you know my heart you know this is the area that I'm struggling with it might be with smoking it might be with alcohol it might be with lying it might be with just uh, you know just uh, some unclean thing that you're doing some some habit that you have watching pornography or whatever you want to be set free tonight ask Jesus to set you free he set you free 2000 years ago but the reality of this freedom is brought to you by the Holy Spirit may the Holy Spirit bring the reality of the freedom that Jesus purchased for you on the cross of Calvary tonight Zibriyansuwa Puriyam Sere 
Zimbrabaz Wakaprabhu Shustani Amzania Refine as fine My heart's one desire Is to be Set apart for you, Lord. I choose to be holy. Set apart for you, my master. Ready to do your will. I'm ready. One John chapter three. One John chapter three, and it is the third verse, I think. And every man that has this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Amen. The second verse says, and one to three should read it. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what shall we be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purifies himself even as he is pure. See, it is keeping eternity in mind that purifies yourself that gives you the grace to purify yourself because you walking clean the rest of the people are going to ask hey what's wrong with you man come and have a drink what's wrong with you just sleep around do whatever you want but because you see the Holy Spirit gives you heavenly perspective, eternal perspective. You see Jesus will come in the clouds one of these days. So you say, Lord, I want to be ready for that. I want to be pure as you are pure. It is said that about the father of our nation, Mahatma Gandhi. He had a, a, a friend, a politician, another politician, whose child loved to eat sugar we're always going to eat sugar so one day that politician with his family with his child was with Mahatma Gandhi and this child was in awe of Mahatma Gandhi you know Mahatma Gandhi was like his hero so this father said to Gandhiji would you Please tell my son, please, will you advise him not to eat too much sugar? Not to eat too much sugar. So the father of our nation just kept quiet, you know, he didn't say anything. And they the family left. But while they were going, Gandhiji said to this person, Come back next week, you know. They came the next week. The next week. 
Mahatma Gandhi ji looked at this boy and said My dear boy don't have don't have avoid sugar don't eat too much sugar So the father said why did you say that last week I mean you could have said that to him last week why did you say that to him last week So the it is said that Gandhi ji said you know last week I was also eating too much sugar <laughs> I didn't find myself capable to tell him not to eat sugar. So I avoided sugar the whole week and so to this week I could tell him don't eat sugar. <laughs> some of you <laughs> you cannot tell somebody don't do that because you're doing it. But when the holy fire of God burns in you, purifies you. Amen. Sometimes people are so skeptical. I mean, you know, so afraid to even when they go for a party, you know, somebody says, "You want to do this, do that?" He says, "No, no, I'm not in the mood." What do you mean? I mean, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You're just trying to be diplomatic. And you're wanting the fire of God to overflow through you. You have to say, "I'm a child of the Holy Ghost. I belong to Jesus." I don't do that because I belong to Jesus. Jesus is coming in the clouds one of these days. I want to be caught up with him in the glory. You're wondering why God doesn't use you? God cannot use a compromiser. God cannot use somebody who is on both sides. Amen. God wants to use somebody who is separated unto him, dedicated and consecrated unto him. Tonight dedicate your life to Jesus. you're just trying to belong everywhere so that's why you, you can't confess Jesus tonight it should be a prayer lord anything that is not look like Jesus please take it away from me so that i might represent Jesus effectively Wow. Amen. Jesus Christ, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say that I can do. I can do. All things, all things through, Christ through Christ who strengthens who me. Strengthens me. Amen. Amen. You know, that word Christ I thought was the second name of Jesus. I thought it was the full name of Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, but that's not that's not that's not the second name of jesus it's like we have the first name and then the second surname i thought jesus christ the second name christ means the anointed one in hebrew it means messiah in greek it means the anointed one so what paul is saying is i can do all things through christ the anointed one and his anointing I can give up on this bad habit through the anointing. Not by my strength but by the anointing, the help of the Holy Spirit. I can give this up through the anointing. I can do all things. I can live right, do right, speak right through the anointing. We try to do it by ourselves and that's why we fail. So we come to the third word and we we're going to close with this. 
that is the oil cup overflows overflows see the word a greek word for anointing is c h r i o creo and that word means to put oil on the hand turn it downward and rub it onto somebody so the oil is put on the hand turned it downward and rubbed onto somebody it, in other words it's not a theological understanding but it's on a hands on experience of the holy spirit god himself laying hands on not people god himself laying hands upon you rubbing his nature into you god putting his smearing you with oil amen and hands on experience of the holy spirit this is the year of supernatural encounters for you to overflow lift your hand and say lord i want a hands on experience of the holy ghost lord jesus anoint me rub your nature into me can you imagine the oil place and the jesus rubbing his nature into you rubbing his nature into you amen jesus is a hands on person we think the anointing is a title it's god's hand on somebody say that with me it's god's hand, it's god's hand on, somebody. on somebody amen, amen. praise the lord amen you need to have god's hand on you before you give hands to anybody else that's why your breakthrough is god's hand if i can't sense the hand of the lord upon me uh, i don't i don't shake hands with anybody before you extend your hand of fellowship have fellowship with god his hand upon you Amen. So the oil rubbed in and that's for two purposes and we just have time to mention it. The hands of God upon you. One to help you. Say that with me, the hand of God upon me. The hand of God upon me is to help me. Is to help me. Amen. Acts 26:22. Acts 26:22. Acts 26:22. I hope I'm somebody is getting her hunger to spend time with the holy spirit acts 26:22 having therefore obtained help of see god. paul is saying having therefore obtained the help of god see i have obtained the help of god that's the hand of god upon him i have obtained the help of god when the hand of the lord comes upon you you have the help of god with you second chronicles chapter 26 speaking about a young person called Uzziah second chronicles 26 was this let, let's see which scripture that is 2 uh, and 3 he built a lot uh 2 chronicles 26 third third verse 16 years old was Uzziah when he began to reign and kings were anointed so he began to reign when he was 16 16 years old you are 60 years old and you still have not tasted the anointing the lord showed me a mighty army of young people we'll soon have a a, a gathering of just people on the zoom about 16 the lord told me there's going to be a mighty mighty impartation of his presence and power upon people just about 16 
Rakala Swatan, an army of God rising up of youngsters, a next generation that's going to carry the fire of the Holy Ghost. 16 years old, this boy was anointed as king. And look at the 15th verse. The 15th verse. 26, 15. And he made in Jerusalem engines invented by cunning. Meant to be on the towers. And his name spread far abroad. And underline that word. And he was marvelously helped till he was strong. So the anointing or rubbing on of the spirit or the oil unto you is to help you. Marvelously helped. He became like a scientist. Inventions. Even for you to be a you know, marine scientist or whatever scientist, God can help you. You need an anointing if you are, that's the purpose for which God has called you. The anointing over you is just not to be a preacher or a teacher or an evangelist or an apostle or prophet. It is in whatever purpose he has called you. An anointing with the inventions the Bible says he was able to do because God marvelously helped him. I want you to open your mouth and say God will marvelously help me tonight. Amen. Amen. Praise be to the name of Jesus. See, but you know, sometimes somebody said that we are leaking vessels. It's like you go to a party and somebody has blown up a balloon. And after two days, all the air is gone. That's how some people are. They, on the weekend, the pastor has to... <laughs> then you're all ready for Jesus. And by Wednesday, it's like the air is gone. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit on a daily purpose. Why does that happen? See, that, that can happen. That's why you need to be continuously filled. You can't walk with the anointing that you received 20 years back. Continuously go into the presence of Jesus and say, Lord, fill me. I need you to overflow in me, Lord. Here I am. My vessel is available for you. Daily basis. Now this man, 16 years old, marvelously helped by God, anointed. The 16th verse says, he began to leak. And the leak was what? But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. See, his heart began to become very proud. When God helped him, and then he became strong, successful, great businesses. Before he was a nobody, you needed God. And God helped you, you become strong, and now you're like, man, I know it. My contacts, you know, my uncle helped me from Dubai. My cousins, you know, they did that. This guy gave us this opportunity <laughs> when you don't give glory to Jesus all through your life and when you don't stay humble you leak pride pride the problem with pride is we know everyone who is proud except us <laughs> and pride is not in the face it is in the heart Sometimes people say, look at this man, look, look like this preacher, he seems so arrogant, so full of himself. That's because, you know, your pride is in your heart. <laughs> it's not in the face. All Roberts, his mother told him, God will use you mightily. But in your eyes, all always remain humble. I will never try to be someone whom I am not. 
so anointing rubbed to help you say god rubs his nature into me to help me it is help in the god helping you who will help you during this season god will help you jesus will help you the two legs of the anointing is help of god and the hand of god you recognize god's hand on somebody god helping somebody mm that person will have breakthroughs all through his life he will have breakthroughs all round breakthroughs he will have freedom liberty his cup will overflow wherever the anointing flows over there is blessing there is protection there is prosperity there is an overflow may you enjoy the overflow of god's holy spirit in jesus name amen